Hello everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Right Wing Vegan. I am Scott, and I am excited to be back. I'm excited to be back with you. We've been gone for a little while, and we've had our reasons, which I will allow Kelly to explain when she gets back. This is kind of a special episode. It's going to be a solo episode. I'm doing this alone, Um, and I'm doing this because... I really feel the need. I really feel the need to touch base with all of you, our listeners, and I feel the need to just kind of get some stuff off my chest that I really haven't been able to because things are very hectic right now in the United States of America, and talking about that is, you know, paramount. It really is. Uh, In order for us to heal, we need to address what our real problems are, and I think you're being sold a bill of goods as to what those problems those problems are and I and I want to talk through that. And I want to talk also a little bit about what this is going to become this podcast because we have some really exciting changes coming and maybe even next week and I want to share some of those with you as well. I will do so at the end of the show. Um or actually maybe now. Maybe maybe I'll do that now. I think I'll do that now. First I want to I want to call out our social medias. I've been really active on Twitter lately at vegan wing. You should follow me there if you if you aren't following already. That is a great place for you to touch base with us. We will respond to you. Um, but I've been tweeting out a lot of my, my emotional uh, reactions, which are not always great. Um, they're not always positive, unfortunately, but that's, that's what you get. So if you want to hear that, I also try and retweet some really important things because I don't think the media is doing a very good job of covering this. And I think Twitter is unfortunately the best place for you to go right now to see what is really going on. That is a sad state of affairs, but that is the way that we are right now in this country. Um, so let's start there. Let's well, let's let's start with the changes. I want to say that starting next week, I think I think starting next week. I say this now and then it'll come back and we won't be able to do it. But I think we're going to switch things up. We're we're going to continue to do the audio podcast. Um because I think that's important for you to guys for you guys to have. It's important to have audio because if you're in your car and you need something to listen to, there it is. You don't have to worry about it. And I, I prefer, kind of my preferred method for consuming podcasts is through just audio. Um, even though I, I am a Daily Wire subscriber, I tend to only listen to the audio uh, versions, which means I don't get a lot of the benefits, really. Um, but I, I do, just because that's my preferred method. And I like to listen while I work out and I like to listen while I drive and those types of things. Um but we are also, I, I, starting next week, if I can get it to work, now I've been trying, I've been really, really working towards this, and I'm just not, I'm pretty tech savvy, but I'm not like video editing savvy, or or I'm not really creative when it comes to that type of stuff, so it's always a challenge for me, but we're going to we're gonna try and do a video, a uh, video form for this podcast. So traditionally on the YouTube page, what has happened is we have had audio only, with just like an image as the backdrop. But I think it's time. I think it's time for us to go on uh, video. And we, we wanted to stay anonymous for many reasons. But you know what? If there is one thing that conservative voices need right now, it's a face. And we need to not be uh, hidden anymore. We need to be proud of our beliefs and our values. And we need to not be afraid. And I think starting next week, 
Uh, we, we're going to show ourselves. Now, we had other reasons for staying anonymous. One, again, that I will let Kelly talk about as she comes back to the show. Um, but next week, the goal is to have a video version of the show available on YouTube until we get shut down because we're conservatives and that, that is what happens to us on YouTube. And then we will attempt to find another platform. We do have a website and um, is rwvegan.com and I would highly recommend that you go there. And as our videos, if they get taken down on YouTube, we will, we will post them on the website and allow you to consume them there. I wouldn't expect anything spectacular the first week as we try and learn uh, what we're doing, but they will be there and you will get to see our faces. So, uh, there is a lot that has happened since the last time that we have spoken to you. First of all, Joe Biden is the presumptive Democratic nominee. Now, you could think that's good or bad. You could think that it's good that we avoided the Bernie Sanders bomb. You could think it's bad that Joe Biden is pretty much a senile man. And that's no insult to him. It's just what he is. And that should be concerning to everyone because I can't imagine the most powerful man in the world being a man who doesn't remember whether or not he put pants on in the morning. That is a scary thought to me. But that is all overshadowed. We don't care about that right now. The pandemic, the coronavirus, that was the big thing up until this about, about Friday of last week. Um, the way that that has been handled, not by the federal government, but by the state governments, has been atrocious. Now, now we live in Ohio, and I can tell you firsthand that, you know, Governor DeWine didn't do a terrible job here. He really didn't. I mean, we didn't know a lot about it. It was right for them to look, it was right for them to shut down when the data wasn't there because we needed to, because we just didn't know. And everything that we were, was hearing from China was obviously bull crap. Um, and we should have known that we should have just known that. Um, but so, so we made the right decisions early on, but then to continue the lockdown as data became available, I think some states even still are in a higher level of a lockdown than they really need to be. Um, the data would show that, that you know, to, to say that you can't go fish or to say that you can't go sit on the beach when there's evidence that heat kind of, kind of uh, prevents the spread of this thing, that's just ludicrous. And uh, they're doing their typical Democrat thing of, oh, blame the Republicans. Republicans are science deniers, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, we know. We know the truth. Um, but that's going on, and that really doesn't matter anymore either. So what matters now is that we are under uh, attack. And I, and I want to frame this in the right context. I understand how sensitive of a subject this is for some people. I'm not going to respect that sensitivity, and I want to warn you right now, I'm not. I have no interest in talking about the feelings or emotions or anger of the people who are doing the things that they are doing. I don't care about their feelings or anger or emotions. I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. I do care about the protesters who are trying to peacefully exhibit their rights. That is a right. They have the right to do that, to 
peacefully assemble. And if you watch the media, you've been told that the majority of this has been peaceful. If you are a smart person, you know that is not true. Because you see it with your eyes. You see it. This is not a peaceful protest anymore. The unfortunate truth is that the people who wanted to peacefully protest, who had a legitimate reason to peacefully protest because of the murder that we saw committed, we no one disagrees. And this is the start. No one disagrees that what happened, that that police officer who put his knee on George Floyd's neck. No one disagrees that that was ridiculous. No one disagrees that that was egregious. And no one disagrees that that type of crap cannot happen in the United States of America. And I love police officers, but that's that's a separate thing. You can love police officers and watch, watch that and call that murder. Because that is what that was. That was murder. That man was murdered. And that police officer should be charged with murder. And, and the people who allowed him to do that should be charged as accomplices. I'll say it. I don't. That's the truth. And I don't think there's a person in this country, a sane person in this country, who would disagree with that. We all saw it. We all agreed. Conservatives, liberals, everyone agreed on this issue. And now the rioting. So unfortunately, these peaceful protests that... that really are valid, have been taken over by groups like Antifa and other left-wing organizations. Now, they're trying to blame white supremacists, but just watch the damn video. If you watch the damn video that are out there, and everything is videotaped now, so you can't really hide it, but just watch the damn videotapes. You know these aren't white supremacists. You know who these people are. These are members of Antifa. These are members of left-wing organizations. And they have adopted this cause... And now they want complete societal chaos because their end is complete societal restructuring. Let me ask you this. If these really are peaceful protests, what do these people have burning down a church? Most African Americans that I know are devoutly Christian. I'm not saying they all are. But burning down a church, the house of God, the house of worship. What does that have anything to do with George Floyd's memory? What does that have anything to do with systemic racism in this country? What does that have anything to do with with the police? I've heard the police live in the church. It has nothing to do with that. And these riots have nothing to do with that. And if you think otherwise, I apologize that you've been so brainwashed. Many people have been brainwashed. And I know this because if you're on Twitter, you see it. Many people are condoning these riots. They're condoning these these awful, awful acts of hate and violence. I would say that we need to, to boycott these people. Now, I normally don't do this because this is a tactic of the left and they use it against right-wing companies all the time. I will never watch another movie again with the actors who are funding this Minnesota Defense Fund or whatever it's called. And I have the list and I'm going to out them. I'm going to say the list on the air here. I am I will never ever watch another film. I will never watch I will I'll never pay for another piece of media that has these actors in it because I'm 
I got to tell you, I'm just really, I'm really been out of shape about this and for good reason, I think, but we, we, you know, there's so much conversation that we could have here. Um, I'll out that list on Twitter. I think I have already retweeted it. I, I won't do it on the air. Actually, I won't do it on the air because I don't want to be taken down. But I, if you follow us at our, you know, I think it's at vegan wing, actually. I don't know what I said earlier, but I think it's at vegan wing. If you follow us on at vegan wing, um, you can see it. It's pretty awful, honestly. And then you got nobodies like Chrissy Teigen or Christy Te- whatever the the idiot's name is. She's out here talking about talking up all the protests, acting like she's African American. I don't even know what the hell she is, but she's not African American, I don't think. But she's acting like because she's married to John Legend, she's deeply involved in the cause. She's she's experienced a lot of it. Um, She's also contributed so much to society that we should actually listen to her. She knows what it's like um, to run a small business and then just have it burned down by a a group of thugs. And we should just be okay with that. You know, what if it was her house? That's, that's what I hope the thugs, you know, I I don't want to wish violence on anybody, but the people who are out there uh, pushing for this stuff, if anyone deserves it, I'm just going to say, anyways, I want everyone to know what, this is. I want to make it clear. The media isn't. The media is scared right now. But I want to make this clear. This has been the plan for a long, long time. George Soros, his cronies, Antifa have been planning this for a long, long time. Don't believe me? Look at how coordinated these efforts have been multiple states usually starting around the same time weapons have been provided you've seen on twitter just bricks and bricks and bricks already already just there pallets of bricks just sitting there for these protesters to hurl at cops this is a coordinated effort these are not random acts of hate Random acts of anger. This was a premeditated attack on the United States of America. And we need to accept that. We need to accept that as a people. Because, I'm not going to lie to you. The cops, the governors, I haven't seen much from them. I haven't seen much protecting the innocent from them right now. It seems like a lot of police officers are getting the order to back down. And it seems like a lot of governors are just cowering. Multiple nights now, we've seen this in the United States of America. People go to bed not feeling safe. People go to bed afraid to go to work the next day. That is unacceptable in the greatest country in the world. That is absolutely, utterly unacceptable. And I'm, I'm, A, I will levy criticism where it belongs. Trump needs to speak to the country and the fact that he hasn't outside of little tweets is despicable i you know you know this show you know where we stand we think donald trump has been great on a lot of issues that matter to us as christians that matter to us as conservatives two separate things but on this the lack of leadership that we have gotten from the top is concerning 
Now, I think that'll that'll change. I think, you know, Trump typically likes to match his words with actions. So when he's ready to take action, like invoking the Insurrection Act, I think you're going to see Trump come out and he's going to give a speech. And as he's giving that speech, action will be taken. Now, one good thing that Trump did do, he labeled Antifa as a terrorist organization. And I can't believe this took this long. I, I honestly can't. After the Andy No stuff, where they beat the living hell out of him and then doxed him and then went to his house, I cannot believe that it took this long to label Antifa a terrorist organization. But that wrong has been corrected. And they are now a terrorist organization, which gives us a lot of power to investigate and to prosecute and to to find out who's been funding this organization who's really behind this because i i think you're gonna find that this this, the justice democrats that all of this stuff it's all organized from the top down by one person and we all know who that person is and the agenda of this group is to systematically destroy the united states of america so that they can rebuild it in an image that gives them the most power don't believe me Look into it. You think I'm lying? You think I'm full of it? You think I'm a conspiracy theorist nut? Do some research. And you tell me what this looks like. Give me a better explanation. How are these How are these attacks so coordinated? Have you ever seen something random just go this well? And I don't mean well for us. I mean well for them. And what's unfortunate is the protesters, you know, their message is gone. It's gone. If anything, what's going to happen is the opposite, which is probably what these rioters want. They want more racism because it gives them more to complain and whine about. Let's be honest. The United States is not a racist country. African-Americans do very well here. Look at LeBron James, who runs his mouth on Twitter, too, acts like he's a victim. What victimhood does LeBron James experience? The dude's rich, richer beyond rich. He's lauded. He's he's celebrated. But he's a victim. My ass. You know who is a victim? The people who own these businesses that thugs are burning down right now. That's a victim. That's what a victim looks like, by the way, in case you're wondering. A victim isn't someone who has a little bit of emotional stress in their life. That's normal. We all have that. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, purple. doesn't matter. We all have stress. We're all discriminated against too, by the way. You know? We all are. Now, I know I'm going to take a lot of heat for that. Oh, Scott, your white privilege is showing. I don't, whatever. I don't have white privilege because it's not real. It's not real. You know? Fat people are discriminated against. Skinny people are discriminated against. Anything that makes you slightly different... You are in some way, shape, or form in your life discriminated against at one point or time. Ever gone through elementary school? Ever gone through middle school? Ever gone through high school? Dude, if you live as a conservative, you know what this is. You're discriminated against all the freaking time, man. Were you a conservative when you were in college? I was. Holy crap. But I'm not a victim. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm a victim. You know? There are certain medical conditions, I've got one, that I get discriminated of because because of that. I get discriminated because of my medical condition. 
I'll never discuss it on here. I'll never talk about it. I'm not going to play a victim. I'm not a victim. I live with it. I fight through it. I become stronger because of it. That's the American spirit. But unfortunately, that's what these thugs want to kill. And and by the way, giving the president heat for using the term thugs. I don't know when thugs ever became a, um, a term that was only used when talking about black people. But whoever makes that designation, that's the real racist. You can find the real racists here. And that's by assuming that thug clearly means black person. Well, that's a pretty racist thought, isn't it? I think that anybody could be a, th- a thug. You know, you, you, and I, I don't think that thug has ever traditionally meant black. I think it's meant criminal. I think it's meant pariah. I think it's meant somebody who's disrupting the societal norms. Now, look, I would be remiss if I didn't say that my heart is hurting because of what's going on. I want the peaceful protest for George Floyd because I believe that that is there's some change that needs to be made there. I'm not immune to that. I think that's true. But unfortunately, I don't know how we're supposed to focus on that right now when when Rome is burning. Now, you've listened to many podcasts probably that have talked about this and they've probably done a better job than I have and I listen to those podcasts too. But what I want to say is that there are a couple things that have been made abundantly clear. And one of those is that we need the Second Amendment. Because we got to protect ourselves. I mentioned it earlier, but I just, I have not seen a lot from our governors, from our leadership, from our cops, in terms of protecting. It's kind of just like they're letting them do it. So now is, is the most important time for you to arm up. Make sure that you've got guns at the ready because you need to defend your life. You need to defend the life of your loved ones. And you need to be ready to do so. I'm not saying we need to go out there and start anything. I'm not condoning violence. I'm sure I'll get I'm sure people will say that. I'm not. I am condoning self-defense. Look, we need to stand up for ourselves. We need to be ready to stand up for ourselves and ready to defend our lives. We are not any less valuable than anybody or anything. And George Floyd's death is a disaster. It's awful. But so is your death if it happens. So are the deaths of these businesses. And no, they're not equal. I'm not putting somebody's business over somebody's life. I would never do that. No one would ever do that. But they certainly like to turn those words around, right? They, they both can exist. Someone dying can be terrible. Someone losing their business that they worked hard and put their money into can also be terrible. Their livelihood I mean, the government tried to kill it with the pandemic, and now thugs are trying to kill it. They've done everything they can to disrupt the idea that Donald Trump is a successful president. I think that's what's I, I think that's one of the core reasons why a lot of this is happening. They're trying very hard to make it so that Trump doesn't get reelected, and they know that by creating chaos, they're they're helping themselves. Now, I tend to think maybe that's not going to happen because you're firing up good people. To, to go the other route there. You know, anyone who's, who supports this type of behavior right now is a, is a piece, a piece of you know. And I think we all know that. And I would encourage you to speak out against these people, release these people's names, because this type of stuff, you know, this isn't, 
this isn't transgender rights or, or stuff we can debate about, you know, that really doesn't, doesn't mean life or death. This isn't gay marriage. That's, that's not life or death. What's life or death is allowing people to set fires, to beat people with sticks and bricks, to beat people with um, two by fours, throw bricks, throw rocks, throw Molotov cocktails into buildings and cars, to deface our monuments, to burn our flag. This is disgusting. So anyways, I encourage everyone who's listening to this to buy a gun if you don't already own one. I, I think you need to. You need to be ready to defend yourself. When all of this blows over, it might be a good idea to start taking martial arts to learn defense because you never know when this is going to happen again. The media has lit this fire. That's another thing I want to talk about. If you want to talk about another guilty party here, if we're looking at people to blame for this, the mainstream media has to be at the forefront, right? They've supported this type of behavior. They've agged us on. They've talked about race relations and how systemic racism is a problem in the, in the United States when it's not. You have a few bad eggs. You want to know how you know it's not? Because every time this happens, it's a national story. If it happened every day, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be a it wouldn't be a big deal. I know that sounds awful. It would be of course every death is a big deal. But what I mean is it wouldn't be a big deal to the news. They'd just be so used to it. They wouldn't even cover it. That's why every time a black man kills another black man, you never see it on the news. How many white people have died? You never see it on the news. Because they don't care about that. But you never see it. How many babies are murdered every day by abortion clinics? They don't talk about that. How many drug overdoses do we have? You know why they don't talk about those things? Because they're so commonplace now. That's how you know this isn't a racist country. That's how you know this type of crap doesn't happen every single day. Society is not set up to keep black people, you know, under, under, uh, underperforming. And if it is, I can tell you why. Because of, of policies like affirmative action. Which instantly, you know, treat black people as if they can't achieve the merits of white people. So we have to give them a break. Well, that's just bullcrap. We know that black people, white people, red people, yellow people, they're all people. They're all given talents by God. We're all graced with certain gifts that the Lord has bestowed upon us. And we are all capable of using those gifts to compete. It's just that simple. People are people. Regardless of if you're black or white, you've been granted certain gifts. Just because someone's black, it doesn't mean they can't do math better than an Asian. That's not true. Race has no bearing on your talents and your gifts, your ability to consume knowledge or information, but the left certainly wants you to believe that. And if I were an African-American, I'm just going to say this right now. I would really feel slighted by the way that I am treated by the left. I mean, listen to Joe Biden, right? If you're black, you got to vote for a Democrat. You got to vote for a Democrat. You're not allowed free thought. What are you thinking? You think you have free thought? No, of course not. Because you're not capable of getting a job. So we're going to give you money. You're not smart enough to, to understand that things like affirmative action don't give you a leg up. 
they're talented African Americans. They're smart African Americans. They're smart white people. They're dumb white people. They're white people who are absolute garbage. And then it used to be, you know, you want to look at everybody equally. That's how I live my life. I look at everyone equally. You know, a garbage person is a garbage person regardless of the color of their skin. A good person is a good person regardless of the color of their skin. I don't care. I don't care. But now you should care. And that's the new that's the new thing right now. You need to 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 call out the differences of people. To, to acknowledge them, to value them. Yeah, okay, right. Tribalism, tribalism, tribalism is the answer. That's ridiculous, man, and we all know it. Any smart person knows that tribalism, identity politics, just destroys. And you're seeing that right now in your cities as they burn to the ground with no one stopping them because everyone's just okay with that. I mean, really, the government was trying to destroy all your businesses, so they're probably just so thrilled that this is happening. Uh, as you can see, I have a lot of emotions about this, but most importantly, I want you all to stay safe. I want you guys to stay safe. I want your businesses to survive. I want I want you to thrive. And I want to talk just for a moment about the deeper problem. We have gone so far away from Jesus Christ that we have hole in our heart. Many of these people have a giant hole in their heart and they're seeking so desperately with how to fill that hole. So they cling to identity politics because it's something that they all have in common. And they think, this is why. The devil is speaking into everyone's ear right now and pulling them in a direction and everybody's just willfully going down that road. Oh, you know, it's okay. I can still be a Christian and burn this church to the ground. I can still be a Christian and steal this TV from Target because of because of racism, because of systemic racism. I can I can agree with, but that's because we've lost what a Christian actually is in this country. First of all, we go to our churches with our pastors up there playing the guitar, singing to us about how we should just feel good because that's all Christianity is anymore. Just feel good, yeah. Who cares if you sin? Just feel good. And that is not what being a Christian is about. That is not Christianity. But unfortunately, we've lost our way. So, what can we do? We need to become better Christians ourselves. Because we need to be an example. We need to be the example that we're supposed to be, that God wants us to be. Not only do we need to speak the Lord's name upon high, we need to continue to pray for these people. But we need to be the solution. We need to help these people find their way home. Now, I don't mean going and putting yourself at risk. Don't do that. But I think what a good part of this show is going to become in the future is investigating ways that we can spread the gospel together. I think we're all going to grow as Christians together. We're going to find our footing because I could do a bite. Look, I need it too. I need to, I need to become a better Christian because I need to represent the light. I need to let people know about the light. I'll never be the light and that's fine, but I want to help people see it. I want to help people find Christ so that we can fill these holes. And I want to make sure that we tear down institutions 
or go after institutions that speak out against Christ. Because, you know, I'm tired of being a passive Christian. I'm really tired of just being okay with things. Because that's society. Because society has changed. No, society needs Christ more than ever. And I think we can help them find him. So I want to end this by saying that I've missed you guys. Kelly has missed you guys. She'll be back next episode. And we're looking forward to to coming to you every week. And you're going to see a little bit of a shift in the show. We're still going to talk about politics. We're still going to talk about what's going on in the world. But we're going to talk about our Christian faith a lot more. And we're going to talk about our journey as Christians and, and reading the Bible. And we're, we're going to bring up certain uh, passages, uh, you know, because we think that, that that that's what's important, is is making sure that we, we spread the gospel. And we're going to do our best to do that and to become better Christians ourselves and grow. And we'd like to take you along in that journey if you'd like to come. So listen. We missed you guys. I want you guys to stay safe. I want you guys to to arm yourselves. And I don't mean that. And I know people will say, well, that goes against what you just said. No, it doesn't. You need to be able to defend yourselves, your businesses. You worked hard for that. I could, Those two things can exist. We can have government. We can have Christianity. We can have our faith and we can have our rights. And you need to protect your rights and the rights of others. So I want you to do so. Um, I don't want you to be violent. Obviously, don't instigate. But but protect your family that's that's most important anyways thank you for listening guys follow us on twitter i I think i've said like two different things i think it's at vegan wing follow us there um definitely give us a a, find us on youtube right wing vegan on youtube Uh, subscribe there because we're going to be doing video versions hopefully starting next week and uh we will chat with you guys later stay safe love you love 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 all of you thinking about all of you and praying for all of you and praying for our country. Thank you.